Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, drop shipping, and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day everybody. Today, please mate, welcome Jason McDonald from intrepidadvisory.com.au. Now, I'm not sure about you, but here in Australia, particularly on Facebook, I've been seeing a lot of people recently chattering about how they've been awarded an EMDG grant and winning upwards of $35,000 per year towards their business expenses. Frankly, I've got very little idea of what it was until I had the chat with Jason just now. And today we go into all the ins and outs of applying for the grant. And even if you manufacture offshore and you sell offshore, you're still likely highly eligible to be awarded the grant. Now, this is a must-listen episode if you like free money as much as I do. A couple of quick announcements. The Amazon Collective, a mastermind of six, seven, and eight-figure Amazon sellers, uh, is on again. So Regina and I are holding another. So please block out the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st of this coming July and join a small group of big Australian Amazon sellers to mastermind and take your business to the next level. International speakers are flying in. We've got Amy Weiss, Paul Barron, and the bearded man, Norm Farrar. And they're going to be there to participate, and you'll be able to network with them all weekend. So to learn more and to apply for a spot, head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash collective. Don't forget to join the Facebook group. Just head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Facebook. And I'm still offering private coaching again this year. So please head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Chris to book an hour session with me. All right, let's get on with today's show with Jason McDonald from Intrepid Advisory. of the Australian Seller Podcast, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Jason McDonald from Intrepid Advisory. Jason, how are you, mate? I'm good, Chris. How are you? I'm going extremely well. What does Intrepid Advisory do? Yeah, so Intrepid Advisory, we're business advisors, um, and we're primarily focused on Amazon sellers who are currently selling in overseas markets or looking to expand into overseas markets. Excellent. And, I can yeah. tell from your accent that you're Australian as well. So yeah, yeah. So we only work with um, you know Australian sellers, Australian-based sellers, but Australian-based sellers who want to play in the global marketplace. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, so there's three ways we we help sellers, right. um, and so you know our focus is to support them to create a you know a lifestyle business, mm-hmm. um, you know lifestyle freedom. That's why most people get into Amazon so that you they bet. can you know, quit their job. So there's three <laughs> ways that we do that. So by background, we're accountants and you know, by background, I'm a, you know, uh, a tax consultant. So we do accounting and tax services um, yep. to make sure that people aren't paying more tax than they need to. Yes. Um, but also we understand the, the nuances and the complexities of you know, cross-border transactions as well. Right. We also play in the sphere of, of grants. So we help mm-hmm. our clients obtain um, you know, grants from the government to help them expand overseas. And the main grant that we help our clients is with the Export Market Development Grant. Commonly known as the EMDG. That's right, the EMDG. I want to get to, I want to, get yeah. to the bottom of that today, I can tell you. Yeah, right, yeah. Eh? And that's a very popular um, you know, service that we provide, um, but yeah, a lot of benefit for our clients in terms of you know, transforming their business with your know, government support. 
Mm-hmm. And then the third service we do is we do business programs. So we do um, uh, financial literacy programs and we also do what we call uh, CEO programs. So uh, programs to help develop, mm-hmm. you know, develop sellers to become business leaders. Excellent. Because that's business. how most yeah, sellers start out, isn't it? They're basically doing everything. They're wearing all the hats. Yeah. And uh, what, was that? what was that book, The Gerber? Uh, the e- uh, Gerber. E-Myth. E-Myth, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you had to wear yeah. all the hats and... So that's exactly. So if you're creating a lifestyle yeah. business, you don't want to be doing mm. everything yourself. That's right. Although you don't want to create like a franchise, which I think was what it was all about. But anyway, maybe you do. I don't know. No, yeah, it's but, about yeah creating the systems though, so that you can get other people to right. do the work for you. I love that. I need to uh, maybe get into one of your programs yeah. there. <laughs> More than welcome. <laughs> all right. So let's focus today then on the EMDG or the Export Development Marketing Grant. I think that's, is that what Export Market what Development Grant. Let's just call it EMDG or the grant. Okay. Great. Okay. We'll clear that up. All right. So let's talk about what is it and why was it why was it developed and why did the government, you know, encourage it? Yeah, so the grant's been around for about thirty years, which surprises a lot of people. Um, it's gone through a few changes and the most recent change happened last year. What it's designed to do is to grow the Australian economy. So um you know, I'm no economist, but obviously the Australian economy will grow through export income. Right. I think it's recognised that um, for Australian-based companies, um, that can be a challenge if you've never exported before. Mm-hmm. So to help initiate exports and to, in effect, subsidise it, the government mm-hmm. is prepared to invest um, by providing support to help mm-hmm. businesses grow their export income or to even start growing, you know, to start exporting or if yep. they're already exporting, to grow those exports, to grow the economy. Excellent. So with the change of government, do you think that we're going to see a situation where the grant might disappear if the, the new Labor government um, decides not to support that initiative? Yeah. So the initiative has been around for 30 years. Um, so it's gone through you know, various governments. Um, mm-hmm. I think the question – and it's in, it's in legislation. So um, in order for them okay. to remove it, it would be you – know, a bit, you know, they didn't go into the election promising to remove it, so they yep. don't have a, a mandate to do it. Okay. What may change is the funding mechanisms. So um, that there has been a bit of controversy um, over the last year about how the previous government altered the funding, right? Um, and particularly under the new scheme, that may change. But at this stage, um, all we know, all we know at the moment is yep. that Austrade. Who, which is the government department that administers the EMDG, yes. they're currently briefing the government. So the government right. will make a decision based on those briefs um, and we'll know in a few weeks, we think. All right. What? How much money can a what, – what, what's the sort of range in terms hmm. of how much can you ask for, I guess, in terms yeah. of grant? Yeah. So the way the grant works, there are a few headline numbers – Mm-hmm. But um, you need to uh, not necessarily um, believe in those. I wouldn't say believe in those numbers, but those numbers are subject to, to budget constraints. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. what the grant is designed to do is to provide. You know, the the government will pay fifty percent of what they call your promotional activity related to export income. Right. Okay. So if you spend $100 on marketing, Yep, the government will pay you $50. Right. 
That's pretty came. generous. Mm. Yeah, very generous. And people are kind of <laughs> uh, shocked at that. Yeah. So uh, there are a few caps on that. So mm-hmm. um, there's what we call a lifetime cap. So you can right. uh, apply for eight years and mm-hmm. the maximum cap is $770,000. Cheapest. That's like almost a lot of money. a year. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yep. All right. But what? in order to get the grant, um, you need to enter into a grant agreement. Mm-hmm. And a grant agreement is typically for three years if you're an existing exporter. Now, those right. grant agreements, in reality, have another cap. Mm-hmm. So okay. depending on what – there's various tiers, but depending mm-hmm. on what tier you're in, um, those cap. and this is where the – when I say controversy, but this is where the shock came in uh, – these caps were significantly lowered um, in the last round. So, for instance, um, the highest tier, um, which is probably what most people will be interested in, Mm -hmm. um, the annual cap is um, expenditure of up to $73,000. So, that would, you know, every year the maximum grant that would be paid would be $36,600. Right. Okay. Okay. Still not insignificant. Not insignificant, particularly if you are starting out. That's That's right. uh, Quite. Yeah, it, you know, it's capital that you can then use to um, yeah. give you confidence to expand your business and in, you know, right. invest in imagery and invest in marketing. Exactly. So tell me, is it just for Australian-made products? Is that what the grant's for? Or let's say that an Amazon hmm. seller, because most of us are not, you know, sourcing our products from Australia. Where it's India, it's China, it's Vietnam, it's you know wherever hmm. international hmm. products that we're sourcing. Does are they are those sellers eligible if they're if they're manufacturing overseas? Yeah, there's a few um, criteria that you, you need to address um, right. in order to get to the starting gate. And okay. the first one is, well, you need to be Australian. So we've already, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> we've kind of already established that. Um, yep. But you'd be surprised. Um, but right. that also, I mean, having said that, um, applying for the grant is more difficult if you have an LLC, for instance. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we're not you know, a big fan of LLCs, um, but if you have an LLC, it, it makes the application a bit more difficult. It's not fatal, but it is um, a bit more. It's more challenging. Yeah. It's more challenging, um, and you just mm-hmm. got to be a bit more forensic with how you approach your marketing. Just wait, sorry, I'll just interrupt there because mm. let's just keep digging into that. Mm. So, is it can, can a sole trader obtain an EMDG grant yeah. or? Yeah, okay. so you just need to be I an Australian. Yeah, you just need to be an Australian pay. person. So that would include a, a sole trader, a company, or trust. Yeah, oh, or good, partnership. Good. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you there. No, that's all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, that, that's the first thing that we look for. So are you yeah. Australian? Yep, tick. Mm-hmm. Great. So the second thing is what you've already raised is well, well, you need to be exporting. So, mm-hmm. um, and for a lot of um, your listeners and a lot of our clients, they think, well, am I really exporting? I'm getting the stuff made in China and shipping it straight to a, you know, a warehouse in America or straight to you know, a fulfillment center. Europe, somebody. Yep. Or Europe, or, you know, is that is that exporting? So not going mm. from Australia. And I guess under the definition, exporting is, well, you are technically exporting as as the business owner. So as the you know the business base in Australia, you own the product, um, and it's being sold in overseas markets. So that's yeah a generous definition right. of exporting. It doesn't need sure. to actually come to Australia and physically be exported from Australia. Okay, that's so that's good. the second the second point most people you know I wouldn't mm-hmm. say struggle with, but 
they, they think, well, maybe I'm not eligible for this. Yeah, that's me. That's been me. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you're exporting because you know, you're an Australian and you're selling goods overseas, and that's how they yeah. define it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. Then the next gate that we need to to get through is well, mm. um, you know, the way the rules are written, um, mm. you need to be either exporting goods or exporting services or export, exporting IP. And so for most of your listeners, mm-hmm. they're going to be exporting goods. That's right. Yeah. So the goods need to be what they call an eligible good. And Mm -hmm. that means they either need to be uh, made in Australia, Mm -hmm. which for, I would suspect, 99% of your listeners (laughs) are not made in Australia. There's a few, but there's not that many. There are a few. um, And that's that's great. It's, um, yeah, the application Mm -hmm. is fairly straightforward. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also another rule that says, well, if it's not made in Australia, we, we will allow it to be classified as an eligible good if you can demonstrate that there's value being created in Australia from those goods and that value has been created through you. Right. So okay. is that like design or something? You yeah. Know, some... And there's four elements right. that you need yeah. to – there's four elements that you need to satisfy. You need to satisfy three of them. And so part of that is, well, to what extent have you had a hand or has someone in Australia had, had a hand in either designing the product or developing the product? Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. can you can you demonstrate that there's been some sort of um, IP or intellectual property created in Australia? And that could be you know through you know, and that's what we say. So you, through through the design, mm-hmm. you might have you know, a patent, or you might have a trademark, or you know you might have create copyright mm-hmm. through your design. Does that include something like branding, like you know just by branding a product and yeah, it, like this is this is maybe? where it gets a bit. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit grey. So right. branding alone, um, in the past, probably not. So mm. if you're just buying a, what we'd say a catalogue product from Alibaba yeah. and um, putting, putting, putting a, a label on it and just yeah. putting some packaging, um, that in itself, you, know, you might mm-hmm. struggle. But there's right. other elements that you can attach to it. So that if you're mm-hmm. doing that... Um, yeah, and selling you know a thousand dollars of of uh, you know thousand dollars of revenue a month probably not. Mm-hmm. If you were you know a three million dollar enterprise and had employees and were correct, you know, you could demonstrate that there's actually value in Australia from that undertaking. Then then perhaps yes. So yeah, it's a bit grey, but I, I would yeah. say for a startup, it it would mm-hmm. be difficult to, to argue that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. So 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 yeah. So the eligible product. Um, that tends to be, and you need to document that. You need to um, document mm. why you believe um, your product is eligible using mm-hmm. the criteria that's in the in the rules. Right. So addressing the four criteria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so are there any other? other? Yeah. yeah the, the other things are really well. You know, what, you know. So you look at um, the design or development process. They do ask, well, what's your production? You know, what is the production process? How is uh, what's done overseas, what's done in Australia in terms of that production. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your part in getting the products ready for sale? Mm-hmm. So what's your what's the extent of your involvement in the business? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, we've already discussed design, but also yep. are, you, are you managing all the logistics? Are you managing the, you know, the, the inventory, the ordering? Uh, what's your involvement in terms of the marketing? Are you managing the PPC campaigns? Are you... 
uh, doing the listings yourself. Right, right. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's not just it's not like uh, these goods magically appear and magically list themselves on Amazon. It generally involves. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish that was the case, but no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it generally involves humans. So the yeah. more that you can demonstrate that those humans are in Australia doing the work, the stronger yeah. your case is. That's a good. That's a really yeah. good point. And so the other yeah. elements uh, tend to be well, you know, what assets do you have in Australia, mm-hmm. which yeah, tends to be a bit limited, and do you have you know, do you have employees? So mm-hmm. um, you know, what, you know, what, and what they're looking for is, um, what's your contribution? How are you contributing to the Australian economy? That's right. So through yeah, yeah revenue and income as well yeah, as taxation through profit. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. And taxation. That that's in the past. That was something they they actually did look at. So they yeah. in the past they'd look at um, the old rules are very similar. So the okay. old rules they'd actually look at well, um, how much margin are you making on your goods? And what tax have you paid um, in the last year? Right. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Are there any other uh, requirements apart from citizenship? I guess, mm. uh, and you know, the products are eligible, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So what the grant is now, and we probably should have um, mentioned this, is mm. you are applying for uh, a future period. Okay. So, oh, right. Okay. So it's yeah. not retrospective. It's not retrospective. It used to be retrospective okay. um, mm-hmm. under the old rules. So under the new rules, what you are doing is um, you're putting your hand out and say, "Well, um, I'd like a grant for the next three years, and yep. this is my intention. So I intend to grow my business from yep. where it currently is to you know a five million dollar business, mm-hmm. and in order to achieve that, I need to um, spend some money on marketing. Yes. Okay. And mm-hmm. this comes to what the the other requirement is, is that you need to, what they call a plan to market. So mm-hmm. it's a marketing plan. Right. So a plan to market is, is a, you know, it can be a fairly straightforward document, but you need mm-hmm. to be able to demonstrate how you intend to grow your export sales. Right. And what your intention is in terms of, um, investing in marketing and how mm-hmm. that marketing relates to those sales. Cool. Yeah. So, so, that's a, that, so can can we claim things then like marketing costs as well as the you know some of the product costs? Yeah. So let, yeah. let's talk about the, what, what you yeah. can actually claim. So this that's is what idea. we call yeah, yeah yeah. So what we call the eligible expenditure. All right. So in terms of what you can actually claim, think of it. You know, they use the word promotional activity. Okay. So the way I think it's best explained is um, anything up until getting the product made, so all your development costs, the production costs, your freight costs, getting it to the warehouse, aren't eligible for this. Okay? So that's just the operational cost. Um, that's not eligible. Ah, uh, cool. What is eligible is once you've got the goods – Okay, they're not going to sell themselves. You need to promote them. So anything that, that promotes the yep. goods is eligible under this. So that would include um, things like your listing costs. So if you pay a copywriter, if you do photography, cool. Um, yeah, if you pay someone, you know, um, if you use video, soft, video software to manage your keywords, to do wow, keyword so research, Helium Tens on Guru, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah Helium Tens or Guru, mm-hmm. all that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. So that's your listing costs. Then your mm-hmm. you know, paid advertising, so mm-hmm. Amazon PPC. Um, if you expand onto Shopify, your Shopify costs, Google AdWords. If you're paying an agent to manage your PPC or to manage your, your Google Ads, Facebook, Instagram. Um, again, if you're paying someone to manage that for you or do those advertising people that, that? Are, that are managing your, you know, these advertising accounts for you, do they need to be based in Australia or can they be offshore? No, so this this is a, another common um, common uh, misunderstanding. The actual expenditure can be anywhere. Okay, right, so okay. Um, you need to be an Australian, and your goods need to be ostensibly you know created in Australia or adding value in Australia. That gets you to the starting gate. Once you're at the starting gate, right. mm-hmm. then you can spend the money on how you see, see fit. So that could cool. be on a you know someone in the US, it could be a US agency, it could be a you know you might have a VA in the Philippines who manages your mm-hmm. marketing, right? Okay. Um, obviously, you know it's a stronger case um, that you're adding value in Australia if you're using Australian agencies or if you're using mm-hmm. Australian photographers or if you you know, employ someone. Um, okay, in so that, that increases your chances then. It, of, it's a stronger, yeah, it's a stronger yeah. case. Right. Correct. What about things like uh, 3PLs and freight and moving product from, say, India to uh, to the US or, or Europe or somewhere? Yeah. So so the way I always look at it is, well, you know, does that expenditure help the visibility of the product to the marketplace mm-hmm. or is that merely operational? And if it's operational, it's not going to be covered. If it's okay. activity that, you know, takes your product to the marketplace, mm-hmm. then it's likely going to be eligible. All right. Good. Um, the other thing of um, another kind of surprise for um, applicants is mm-hmm. um, expenditure on on intellectual property overseas that protects your product. Wow. So things like US trademarks mm-hmm. or a patent or if you register a copyright. So that's cool. eligible, eligible as well because that's helping you be established in that marketplace. Hmm. That's, that's really good news. Yeah. The other thing which mm-hmm. – you know, tends to be of interest and hasn't been over the last few years because of COVID. But if you are looking so, – so, so look, fundamentals. The fundamentals is great for people starting on Amazon. Okay, yes. starting on Amazon, you can then use it to, to expand your presence onto Shopify, mm-hmm. which tends to be the next step. The next step after that is, well, maybe I want to go wholesale or maybe I want to attend trade shows and um, sell retail in the U.S., Mm-hmm. Again, the grant is designed to support you in doing that. So you can claim expenditure on attending trade shows in the US. So trade shows not trade shows where you are promoting your product and not yeah. looking for suppliers. It's probably the That's distinction right. there. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not off to the Canton Fair and claiming yeah. it on your grant. Correct. Yeah. But you might be going to, you know, a, a trade show in Vegas to meet um, you know, department stores or to meet um, mm-hmm. um agents over there. Great. Um, and agents as well. So if you've got a, a rep in the US helping you uh-huh. to, to penetrate the, the US retail market, those mm-hmm. costs may be eligible just depending on how they're structured. So, okay. Yeah. That, that all makes sense. Yeah. So it, help, it helps you, you know, grow um, your business from being, um, you know, it might just be a few, you know, it, it helps you grow into a, into a, into a brand in um, you know, multiple distribution channels. I was going to ask about uh, is it for all international markets or just some? 
international um, markets? Yeah, so it's it's all international markets except for New Zealand and North Korea. <laughs> so we don't have too many clients um, trying to penetrate the North Korean market, and I think, well, you can't. No. <laughs> but that's because that's of trade sanctions. Right. That's right. I think yeah. that's hilarious that poor old New Zealand gets lumped in with um, Kim Jong-il. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's, uh, the, the regime over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Sorry. Yeah. That, that just yeah. made me laugh there. Um, yeah. and, the, and the other important point as well is it doesn't, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't cover Australian sales as well. All right. So, it so doesn't, Australian Amazon sellers are out. You're not. You're not. Gonna, well, yeah. If, you if you're purely anything. selling um, mm. on, on, yeah, on, yeah, on Amazon Australia, yeah, or you're selling partly on Amazon Australia, partly US, uh-huh. then those costs that are attributed to the Australian side um, aren't eligible either. Fair enough. Give us some examples. Like how many? How many of these EMDG claims or uh, applications have you? filed at Intrepid Advisor and what's the yeah. success rate? Yeah, so under the last round, we did mm-hmm. over 100. Okay. Um, so this is under the new rules um, and mm-hmm. we had them, we've been successful for all of them. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. So we were a bit unsure going into the new rules. Um, yes. How they would be, yeah, <laughs> how they would be interpreted and um, yes. how, yeah. It was a bit of a, a bit of a gamble when we did it, um, sure. but we did a bit of investment in terms of talking to the right people at Austrade, uh-huh. what they were looking for. Um, we had a few. We actually, before submitting them, we actually um, through some connections had them um, vetted. Yeah, vetted. Sort of reviewed. Should we say? Or before, yeah, yes. Does this meet the criteria that you're looking for? Uh-huh. Um, so we did that. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a bit of a bit of an investment there. Um, okay. So yeah, so we. Um, under the old rules, we used to have people, you know, getting, you know, $150,000 a year. Cheapers. Um, that's so, a, a huge amount of cash. Huge amount of cash. Um, um, so, well, uh, not, not 150, but it was, they were getting, um, I, should, I should correct that. Um, they were mm. under the old rules, you could apply for up to 150, up to 150 and they yep. would get a number, I forget, it was like 115 perhaps. Um, right, okay. In some years where um, COVID support kicked in and the government was being you know, extremely generous. Generous it was, yes. But it's allowed them to um, – what it allows sellers to do is to invest in the business with confidence. Mm. So mm. – and that's why they've changed it, the rules from being a retrospective claim to a future yeah. one. So the new round is opening soon. So mm-hmm. um, for for when? financial year 23? Well, we don't know. So, originally yeah. it was opening um, end of May. Yes. And then they paused that opening as a result of the change of government. Yep. And so, they're currently briefing the government. Australia's briefing the government. And once that's done, we think it will reopen. Originally, the next round was going to close uh, 5th of July. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine that will be extended or pushed push back a bit. Okay. okay, while they yeah. just allow things to settle a little bit, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. work out yeah. What, what the government's um, mandate is. But to answer right. your question, um, you know, what are some of the results? Well, firstly, it allows you to invest in your business with confidence, knowing mm-hmm. that, well, essentially, you're going to get a, you know, a double return on investment on your marketing spend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. So, yeah, so if I spend you know, $100 on 
PPC, um, if I get mm-hmm. fifty dollars back, my RO mm-hmm. my ROI will be double. That's right. It also then allows them to, uh, you know, I wouldn't say pivot, but to go to the next stage. So to move beyond Amazon. So if that's yes. if that's something you want to do, yeah, you can invest in Shopify. You can invest Excellent. in SEO, and the government mm-hmm. will support you in that. So it's allowed our. I would say what this grant has done, it's allowed a more rapid acceleration of mm-hmm. um, a business's development. So, Jason, what's involved with filing an application and how do you help people uh, file that application? What's the process? Yeah, so it's, um, it's a multi-step process um, and we help. Uh, if people want our support, we help support people through the entire process from 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 initial um, mm-hmm. inquiry um, through to getting the payment. So um, the first thing you really need to establish is what tier you're eligible for. Okay. So I think that's the fundamental, and there's three tiers. So the first tier is you haven't exported before. So you definitely, before applying, you definitely need goods. So you need to have your product um, ready for manufacture or manufactured or on a boat somewhere. Okay, so, so it doesn't have to be even before you've you know created something. You've got you can, you can be well on the way through the process. Yeah, of, you, you need goods. You need evidence that right. your goods exist okay, or, or are capable of being produced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first tier. Um, the right. second tier is what we call is what they call um, growing. So mm-hmm. growing is means you're expanding, and then the third tier is a strategic shift. So you're looking at. Um, changing your business significantly. All right. So we help guide people what tier they're eligible for. Eligible for. Mm-hmm. Yep. And consequently from that, um, the what amounts they might be eligible for as well because there's the caps, different caps for each, um, for each tier. Right, okay. And most Amazon sellers then would probably fall into the first tier. Would that be right? Or? Um, by the time they come to see us, they're either in tier yeah. two, tier two or tier three. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so we we do we do very few tier ones because by the time you do the application, mm. if you're already selling, if you're already um, yeah, had a few sales yeah. on the board, mm-hmm. you can get into tier two or tier three pretty easily. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Good to yeah. know. And tier ones are only a two year grant as well, right? Yeah. So you're applying for a grant for um, two years for tier one or a mm-hmm. three year grant for the for the other tiers. Awesome. Yeah. So once you establish. Yep, that's the tier I want to go for. You mm. then apply. You do, you put an application in for a grant agreement. Is that an application that someone can download, or is that something that is online, or what does it look yeah, like? Yeah, so there's two ways you can do it. Um, so um, if you um, you it's an online application, so you need to do it through the portal, mm-hmm. through Austrade, um, right. or if um, you'd like us to do it, we do it for you. So. Cool. We have our own portal that we, we manage. Now, the application has um, three main parts to it. Mm-hmm. There's the, the fundamentals, you know, what's your business? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> Most people can connect to those questions. Yeah. Um, but the other parts of the application is, well, um, you need to support those eligibility criteria that we discussed before. Yeah. So. Okay. Tell us why your products mm-hmm. are eligible if they're not made in Australia. Yes, and you got to address right. you know the four criteria um, um, in the legislation. 
Good. The other part is you need um, the plan to market. Yes. So that is your marketing plan and mm-hmm. your, your, your growth strategy. Now, we help awesome. people um, prepare, we prepare those for our clients. Okay. So as part of part of our service, we will mm-hmm. prepare those, and we do that through you know a few questionnaires and an interview, and we cool. come up with you know the right responses. Um, the other part of the application is um, it's also a good idea to have your accounts up to date because uh, you need to submit financial statements as well. Okay. So that sounds good. Yeah. There's a, there's a little link on there on the EMDG website, on the Austrade's website, which is, which is, it's quite prominent. It says report fraud. <laughs> <laughs> how often does, how often do people kind of BS their way to a grant? Uh, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty difficult, I, I would say. Um, okay. Under the old rules, um, you know, you'd, you'd be audited in most cases. And what mm. they look for is, the auditor would look to your bona fides, like, are you a director of that company? What's your background mm-hmm. as a director? Um, you know, have you applied? You know, have you applied before under a different company? Uh, oh, but they would ask. Mm-hmm. They look for things. They, they would ask for bank statements. So ah. they'd say, "Well, can you show us? You know, you're claiming this amount on, um, you know, an agency. Um, can you yep. show us the bank statements showing the those? invoices and the yeah. invoices? That's right, and the payments to yeah. that agency. And also, yeah. well, and can you show us your export income? Show us evidence of yeah. you being paid from overseas. Mm-hmm. So they well, they would ask you... for that. All right. Yeah, there's not that level of scrutiny under the new rules, but uh-huh. you're always subject to you know, you're you're signing off, you're making a That's statement right. saying that yeah, yeah. Well, everything in this application is um is correct. You know, I'm not lying. What about... <laughs> That's always yeah. a good thing, I think. So yeah. Uh- um, yeah. yeah, and then in terms of the next steps, um, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Just just so that everyone knows what's involved. Um, mm-hmm. um, so you submit the application with all that documentation, um, and they do ask for some evidence as well that you're exporting. That goes yeah. through to to Austrade. They analyze it, put it through their you know through their assessors, and mm-hmm. if they think you're eligible, they will mm-hmm. then issue what's called a grant agreement. Right. And then that locks you in for three years for the grant when you sign it. Now, in order to get paid, the next step is you need yeah. to um, lodge what's called a milestone report. Okay. So the milestone report is every year. So right. after your first year of um, doing promotional activity, in order to get paid, you need to actually say to Austrade, well, this is what I've done. This is how I'm progressing with my plan to market mm-hmm. this is what i've achieved these are my export sales these are all my expenses for um, promotional activity um yep. and i think i deserve this much can you please pay um and then <laughs> and <laughs> all things going happy. well they'll pay you after you've done that milestone <laughs> yeah. report so that's awesome. another yeah part of the service that we do is i was gonna say yeah i was gonna ask yeah that. making sure that you get paid so we will prepare and lodge the milestone reports on your behalf cool. And then also deal with any inquiries from Austrade. Um, the biggest problem we found this mm-hmm. year of the whole mm-hmm. process was actually signing the agreement. So okay. there was a techni- there were some technical challenges in order to oh. navigate the uh, technology that Austrade has okay. employed to sign yeah. the agreement. So okay, but that was some of the support that we gave. 
it's like DocuSign or whatever it is these days. Uh, well, it's a bit, no, a bit more involved than that. So. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> to get weeds on that. Um, I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's possible. Um, what about you mentioned evidence of export income? What happens if a seller? This is probably a stupid question, but what if you're using something like Airwallex or Pioneer, and you've got a whole bunch of US dollars sitting in a US dollar bank account in a virtual account? in the US and you're not really bringing that much home, you're kind of using that money to grow your business uh, by holding US dollars. Does that co- cause a problem or do we... No, it, to- I mean, that's as long as the Airbox, you know, as long as those accounts are in you know, your in name or the, the business yeah, name, okay. yeah, that, that's all, right. all part of the business. Um, but yeah, in terms of evidence of exporting, well, you know, typically it's you know, Amazon reports or um, you know, Shopify yeah. receipts. Um, but yeah, and well, the amounts being deposited in, in those accounts. How hard is it to go through the process if you didn't have someone like Intrepid Advisory to help you? Yeah, so I think um, it comes down to two things. One would be um, the time. So what time are you willing to invest in doing it yourself? So um, getting across the technology, but also getting across the rules and applying those in your situation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've come up with, um, you know, the benefit we have is that we will save you a lot of time mm. and effort in because mm-hmm. we know what works. You sure do. Yeah. And then level of, yeah. plenty of templates. A <laughs> <laughs> hundred to choose from. Yeah. And then um, the second thing is level of confidence. So mm-hmm. how confident are you that you're able to address the criteria yep. um, and get it across the line with Austrade? Yeah, makes so, sense. Yeah. So, would you do you sort of help people like you know, kind of nip it in the bud before they go too far? Yeah. So before we take on a yeah, before we take on a client, yeah. um, we'll do a quick discussion with them, sure, and, and work out yeah, we think you're eligible, or if we don't think we if we don't if we aren't comfortable with it, so mm-hmm. our level of confidence isn't there, um, mm-hmm. we'll say look, we don't think this is um, going to get across the line. Mm-hmm. So we'll be quite upfront with that. You mentioned um, that this is a sort of a forward thing. Mm. If you had already spent quite a lot of money developing a product and then you've got it selling on Amazon, it's been selling on there for, I don't know, a year, a yep. few months, can, is there any sort of uh, way that you can go back and grandfather some of those payments and or just you know, be eligible for any of those sort of previous expenses that you might have had? Yeah, unfortunately, it's um, under the new it's rules. Future. It's it's yep. that Those costs are not eligible They're anymore. Sunk. Yeah, yep, so they've it. lost. So um, the best thing you can do is if you're listening to this today, which I think yeah. is going to be <laughs> end of June. Um, it will be, yep. yeah. End you of might, June, I think. Yeah. yeah, you might want to consider um, rather than spending it this year, do I spend that next year? So if I'm making investment in photography or making an investment in launching new new yep. new products, you might mm-hmm. or, or trademarks or patents. It might be mm-hmm. something that you defer um, until the following year, so that falls into um, your grant yeah. period. Okay, which is twenty twenty two three. Yeah, so yeah, so the first period would be um, from one July twenty three. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we're recording this in June of uh, what is it twenty twenty two? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so for anybody listening to the future, the next ten years, yeah, yeah probably probably uh, better go and yeah check out the website to see if it's even there. Yeah, uh, but again, awesome. it's one of, it's one of those things where it's, it's a short window period to apply. So. Yeah, okay. you, um, I would imagine, based on what they intended for FY23, there's yeah. only going to be a month period. Open, you know, there's only going to be a window period of 
of a month to apply. Okay. So now's now might be a good time to sort of get your ducks in a row around having a talk to somebody like you or yeah, coming in. There. Yeah, so yeah, have a look, see see who you're comfortable, you know, if you want someone to do it for you, have a look, see who's out there. We, we've yep. already started, so um, yeah, we want to be, you know, ready for when that window opens. So mm-hmm. uh, we don't want to deal with a crunch in a month. So <laughs> yeah, so we've yes. already started. Um, yeah. We've already started doing all the, the documentation for when it opens. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, do you sell on Amazon yourself? No, I, I don't sell. Um, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't sell. And the reason why I, you know, I don't sell is because um, mm-hmm. you probably agree it's quite an arduous, you know, big learning curve to, <laughs> yep, to, to get onto Amazon. And yes. I, don't need, I don't need to know the ins and outs of no. operational stuff. No. Um, I'd rather invest my time in mm-hmm. learning yeah, and this is how the grant came about is, well, let's special, yes. let's be business advisors and yes. what's the best way that we can support our clients as business advisors. And so, um, you know, like your sellers, um, they don't need to do everything themselves. So I don't need to That's know. Right. Yeah, I've got enough clients to know the, you know, <laughs> the crux of, <laughs> of how to sell on Amazon. I pro- pro- yeah. you know, maybe I should, but um, That's yeah, it's, 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 that's not my business. So, yeah. Awesome. Hmm. I think we're just about I'm, – I'm done with questions. I don't know if you've got anything else you want to add before we wrap up today. No, um, I'm just happy to share this opportunity with your listeners. And, um, uh, yeah, if um, people want some more yeah, information. Get in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on Austrade, there's, there's, um, there's more information on the Austrade website, but also on our own website, we've got a dedicated grants page. On our website, Sorry. yeah. How how do we get in contact with you, Jason? Yeah, so probably the best way is um, through our website. So okay. that's www.intrepidadvisory.com.au. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have a look. Um, information about the grants there, Fantastic. and yeah, and there's a contact page, and that you'll end up talking to me if you um, put a contact request in. Let's and do we it can that way. That's work great. out what great. the next steps are. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, I encourage everybody that's listening that thinks that they might be eligible based on what we've talked about today to do exactly that. Yep. Get, get on the website. And uh, I'll have a link on the website in the show notes. I think this episode is 128. Yep. So if you head over to the AustralianSeller.com forward slash 128, I hope it's 128. It is 128. Uh, that'll take you straight to the show notes and you can click straight through to Jason's uh, Jason's firm there. Great. Great. Well, Jason, thank you very, very much. This has been very enlightening. I've learned so much from you today about how it all hangs together in regards to the EMDG grant system. No worries. It's been a pleasure, Chris. John, you, mate. Thank you. Awesome. We'll talk again soon. Bye. All links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.